Welcome to KJV Cafe, where we explore great truths from God's holy word in a simple, down-to-earth fashion. Romans 10:17 shows us where faith comes from. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Let's grow our faith together in the cafe today. Our program is hosted by Pastor Clark Covington and brought to you by Heartland Ministries. Grab your Bible and a hot cup of coffee or tea and join us now as we explore God's holy word. Amen. Thank you for joining me. Good to be here today. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Hope you're staying nice and warm and safe out there in these perilous times, times of great um, struggle and turmoil. The world is in a condition we haven't seen ever, I don't believe, at least not in my lifetime. And what are we going to do? Who are we going to turn to? I hope your answer would be God. I've got a blessing for you here today. I'm going to read a very simple verse and point out a very, very simple concept. Mark 1, 39. Mark chapter 1, verse 39. And he, that's Jesus, and he preached in their synagogues throughout all Galilee and cast out devils. And he preached in their synagogues throughout all Galilee and cast out devils. I want you to think about this simple idea here today. Where Jesus is, there is healing. Where Jesus is, there is healing. And that should get an amen. I can't hear you if you say amen in your house, in your car. I can't hear you, but God can. So go ahead and say amen. Where Jesus is, there is healing. There is healing. He's a healer. And he preached in their synagogues throughout all Galilee and cast out devils. Now, before anybody gets worried that it's some kind of uh, false prophet on the radio or, heal, you know, uh, some kind of healing miracle type of ministry, we're not talking about that. I do believe the Lord can and will perform miracles as he sees fit. But what I'm talking about is something much deeper than just healing our worldly woes. It, it deals with the healing of our condition. And in Mark 139, uh, the Lord shows that he was preaching there in the synagogues and throughout all Galilee and cast out devils. And if you've read any of the New Testament, really, you'll see that the Lord did a lot of healing. In fact, uh, there is, I believe, want to say in the book of Revelation, it might be, or if not John, when it's mentioned that the, there was so much that Jesus did that it would, wouldn't be able to fill all the books in the world if it were written. And I believe that God in the flesh came and did so much here on earth. And how did he heal oftentimes? Through his word. He'd speak and they'd be made whole. Yes, there was times he'd put spittle on clay or he'd touch and so forth. But typically he would say the word and they were healed. And so we see that in that time, in the Bible time there, in the Lord's earthly ministry, there was great healing from Jesus. And where Jesus was, there was healing. And we see that today, where Jesus is, there's healing. And it's the same way. It's through his word. Amen. It's through his word. And I just want to spend a little bit of time focusing on this, meditating on this, just trying to get our, wrap our heads around this, that where Jesus is, there's healing. And not the type of healing of, oh, I've got a sore back. Uh, you know, I was shoveling snow and ridiculous. 
uh, shoveling the snow from my back porch to where our dogs are penned up. We got a pretty big pen. My father-in-law built a nice uh, house for the dogs back there. And um, I was shoveling snow, uh, and I guess it'd be earlier this week. And it was nothing. It was just, um, I don't know, maybe 15, 20 feet from the deck to where they're at. And boy, my back was sore the next day. And oh my goodness, it was sore. And yeah, I heard a radio uh, personality couldn't come to work uh, because they had something similar happened to them. I'm sure they shoveled more than just 15 feet or so. But look, that kind of pain, we can ask the Lord to heal and he may or may not. But I'm talking about something much deeper than that, because that kind of pain, you know, it went away. The body's incredible the way it heals itself. You know, I used a hot pad and so forth. And as a former football player, I, my coach was in my ear saying, uh, you know, imaginary uh, was in my ear saying, use ice, use ice. And I'm like, I don't want any more ice. But uh, look, that, that kind of works itself out. Heating pads, some ice, take it easy a day or two and you're all right. But when it comes to the healing of Jesus, He's healing things that are much bigger and oftentimes with eternal consequences. Firstly, Jesus will heal your relationship with God and forgive your sin debt. Jesus brings reconciliation with God. He will heal that broken relationship with God. And you say, well, I didn't know I had a broken relationship with God. Well, you do. If you haven't been saved, amen. Because ever since Adam and Eve sinned in the Garden of Eden and they were expelled from the garden, sin entered the picture. And ever since then, it's been passed down from generation to generation. And we all inherit a sin debt that we can't pay. And Christ died on the cross for our sins. Amen. And we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. You know, I did that one day. I walked down that aisle and I said, Lord, I accept you as Savior. I accept you, Jesus. And they, they sat me down and started going through Romans Road in this little back room, this big old church I was in. And they said, well, you know, you're this and you're that. And I'm thinking, oh, I guess so. I don't really like what you're saying, but I, I guess I, I guess I'm a sinner. I guess so. Well, we need to go ahead and give it over to God. Realize our offense. And the more that uh, I've, I've studied the word since I've been called to preach especially, the more I realize my offense. Amen. We need to realize we have a sin debt we can't pay. We realize Christ is the perfect spotless lamb to die for our sins. We accept his free gift of salvation and we're saved. And when we do that, Jesus then has reconciled us back to God. And when God looks at us, he doesn't see our sin nature because he's holy and will not accept sin. He sees his beloved son and he sees perfection in Jesus Christ who sacrificed himself on the cross for us. And so we are reconciled to God through Jesus Christ. And that's the most important healing Jesus can bring to anyone's life. And if you're not saved today, pray and ask Jesus to save you. Ask him to save you and forgive your sin debt. Ask him to save you and believe on him and what he did on the cross, as I've described, and you'll be saved and you'll be gloriously saved. You don't need to be a member of a church. You don't need to have a certain denomination or money or anything else. You just need to believe. Abraham was justified by faith. You're justified by believing in Jesus Christ. He'll heal your sin debt. Secondly, Jesus will heal your hatred and bitterness toward others. When you get saved and you have Jesus in your life, again, you have his word. When you're in his word and the power of his word is resting upon you, the Bible would say as you're abiding in him and his word, then you won't have hatred and bitterness towards others. Because you'll probably read that scripture that says, uh, in order for God to forgive you, you must be willing to forgive others. 
You'll read the commands uh, that if you love Jesus, you'll keep his commands and you'll get in the word. You're, the Holy Spirit will soften that, that heart of yours and you won't have bitterness. You won't seek vengeance. You, you'll have love towards everyone. You'll want everyone to be saved. You'll understand that your battle is not with man. It's not with flesh and blood, but with principalities, uh, with spiritual forces in high places. And so you'll have a, a love for your brother and sister uh, in Christ, and you'll have a love for the lost to get saved before it's eternally too late. He'll heal your hatred and bitterness toward others. Jesus will heal your self-hatred, your guilt, and your shame. Jesus will resolve that. You know, as lost people, we have a great amount of guilt and shame, and we engage in very self-destructive behaviors. And yes, you have some people that will maybe, I don't know, do something very self-destructive, okay? But you'll have other people that just go blow off some steam at the bar or go to the adult club or whatever else. And these are all very destructive behaviors. And we have a lot of guilt and shame and we try to numb ourselves from that with various vices and it never ever works. And the way that does work is not something you can buy in a store. It's not something that you, that you can do by rebelling. But in fact, when you accept Christ as savior, and again, you get into his word and you spend time with him and you have that sweet fellowship with him, he'll heal that self-hatred and that guilt and that shame. He brings healing through his word and as you pray and you ask for forgiveness, God will forgive you. And those sins will be cast away into the sea of forgetfulness, never to be brought up again. Amen. The Lord is so loving and so long-suffering, and he understands your condition, and he's more than willing to forgive you. Amen. We look at repentance as a hard, bad thing. Repentance is a wonderful thing because it frees us of so much. And so he'll heal our self-hatred, our guilt, and our shame if we'll go to him and we'll ask for forgiveness and we'll, and we'll just pray and spend time with Jesus. And where Jesus is, there's healing, including uh, healing from self-hatred, guilt, and shame. Jesus will also heal us from sinful conduct. A lot of times we'll wonder, oh, why did I do that? Why did I say that? You'll see people uh, in the news that do these crazy things, you know, and they say something crazy or they send an email and they get fired or whatever it is in this culture. It's very easy now. You make one mistake and you're just, you know, you're, you're gone forever from society. They cast you away. You know what? The Lord Jesus Christ, you spend time with him. He'll heal that sinful contact where you won't want to do that anymore. Well, you'll be more guarded and you'll be of a sober mind and you'll be more vigilant against the temptations. You won't be perfect, but you'll have a way to withstand them and you'll have Christ living within you through the working of the Holy Spirit. Uh, and you'll, you'll just have the sweet peace from the Lord. And so you'll have this healing of sinful conduct. No, he doesn't make us perfect. We're still in the flesh, but we're so much better off. We're so much more healed with Christ living within us. And as we get into the word and spend time in the word, not just reading it like you read any kind of book, but studying it like you would study at school, studying it, understanding it, chewing on it, meditating on it. As we spend time in the word, we're spending time with Christ, spending time in prayer. He'll do the rest. Amen. And he'll do an amazing thing through us. And finally, Jesus will heal uh, your restless soul by giving you a peace that surpasses understanding. He'll heal that restless soul. You know, everybody, uh, they, they're in the pursuit of happiness, right? That's somewhere on some government document. I couldn't figure out if it was on the dollar bill or I think it's the Declaration of Independence. But look, we don't need that. We don't need to be in the pursuit of happiness. We can have happiness through Christ. And he'll heal that inner turmoil in us that desires and covets and 
always wants more and has been bought into Satan's world system of materialism and relativism and all these other isms, you know what? God, Jesus Christ himself will heal you of that when you're saved and you spend time with him. He will make you a new creature, a new creation in Christ, and the old man will die and all things will become new. And there's so much beauty in that that it'll heal that inner conflict and that you'll be able to have peace. No, again, you won't be perfect, not in this life, but in the next you will. But you'll have peace knowing that in the next life you'll live for an eternity. So you never die knowing that, but also knowing that just every day that the Lord is there with you, living within you, uh, doing a good work within you. The great potter is at work within you. Uh, the father is not going to leave his children, amen, those that have been born again, uh, that God will provide, amen. And there's so many other scriptures and promises that now you can declare and hold on to since you've accepted Jesus. Going back to our text verse here, uh, and he preached in their synagogues throughout all Galilee and cast out devils. Throughout all Galilee, throughout all the world, Jesus Christ is healing more today than ever before. As you get to know him, as you accept him as Savior, and as you spend time with him through his word. What a simple concept with such profound implications. If we would just embrace Christ, if we would just make Christ our priority, if we would just become Christian and all about the Lord and sell out to the Lord and then just get cast the world aside, everything would become so much clearer to us. Again, not perfect. We face trials. I know we do, but it's always worth staying close to Christ because he is the great healer. Remember that you want healing. You need healing in your life. Stay close to Jesus. Stay close to Jesus. Ask yourself today, what can you do to stay closer to Christ? Can you spend more time in the word? Can you pray more? And if you haven't already, accept him as savior today. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope this was a help and a blessing to you. Just remember, stay close to Christ. Stay in prayer. Uh, love you, brothers and sisters. Take care. God bless and amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of KJV Cafe. Have a question for Pastor Clark? Email him directly at clark at enduringpromise.org or visit kjvcafe.com and click the envelope button on the homepage. Our program is hosted by Pastor Clark Covington and brought to you by Heartland Ministries. We'll close today with Psalm 119 verses 166 through 168. Lord, I have hoped for thy salvation and done thy commandments. My soul hath kept thy testimonies, and I love them exceedingly. I have kept thy precepts and thy testimonies, for all my ways are before thee.